Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Heartcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hello, Steve. We're in our relaxed setting again. Yes. In our new <laughs> new office. <laughs> the living room. That's right. <laughs> nice and chilled out. Yes, it's, ni- it's nice, isn't it? Much more relaxed, Steve. And uh, it's nice to do it this way. In our recliners. Mm-hmm. This is the life. How are you? I'm, I'm well. Yeah, very well. Good. And, uh, getting on with uh, all the work and uh, it's all coming in. Thank goodness. I'm well pleased with the way it's all responded to our um, session of uh, clips on YouTube. Yes, that ends uh, this uh, week. I know. Is it the last one, isn't it? Last uh, one on Friday. Friday. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's it's gone down well. And, and the, I think that it's a nice selection and we've had a good response from... Uh, people suggesting uh, series two yes in fact uh, five of the suggestions i've already taken up steve fantastic yeah so you'll be pleased to know that it all works folks i've got some new ones that uh, that uh, in in mind but it's going to be something different but uh, so you can look forward to those yeah when they come in fabulous yeah no that's uh I'm really pleased with uh, with how they've gone down and, and the reaction's been wonderful. We're taking mm. a slightly different approach to season two, aren't we? With with the, the clips, they're not being... Uh, we had four subjects or something? Five? How many subjects did we have in this first season? We had oh, the cat, the dog, the landscape, the sunset, and the girl. So we had five five projects, didn't we? Split th- up into episodes. I think so, yeah. I think but so. This season two, we're going to have... Well, <clears throat> so far, every, every one is, is, the new, is a different one. It's right? a different subject. So last year, last time, I split a whole picture up and did it. I thought it was a good idea. and People have a bit more of a project to do. Yeah. But this time, I haven't done that. I've, um, I've So far, at least, I have, I'm uh, on number eight at the moment. Oh, I don't know whether there'll be so many this time, because they're all individual ones. Yeah. I'll probably do a dozen as opposed to 24. Yeah. But uh, it's nice to do them, and uh, they'll come out prior to Christmas, I would think, Steve. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, we'll aim for before mm. Christmas, so end of the year. So YouTube fans, uh, uh, something to work with. Absolutely. So, yes, and uh, we released two new subjects last week, didn't we? The mm. Burmese Cat and the Cairn Terrier. Yeah. Which were both requests from members. That's right. And uh, they, they were both good ones. Um, it was nice to have a cat and a dog together, wasn't it? Yes. We satisfied Double all whammy. the cat lovers and all the dog lovers. Yeah. In one week. Yeah. Yeah, that, they, they, were, they were lovely, uh, lovely pictures. The Cairn Terrier, I'm not sure, have you done a dog before complete like that? I'm trying to think if you've done a dog complete in the picture like you did the Cairn Terrier. I think I must have done sometime. Generally, it's only heads. Yeah. I was going to do that, just the head. But the, the problem you have when you're doing a dog is the detail that you can get in. You know, if you, if you have a whole animal, you've got to restrict the amount of detail you can get in, say, the head. Whereas if you do just a head, you can make it much, much larger. Yeah. But the fact that that can was sort of squatting like he was, it, it didn't take a lot more room up, and I could still get the detail in the in the head. So, no, you're right. It's it's nice to have it uh, something different, and um, 
showing backgrounds. It also satisfied, I'm sure, those people that like um, you know back grass backgrounds. We've had a lot of requests for grass, and I know people have a problem, like trees and foliage. They have the same problem with grass, trying to represent that right. Yeah. So that was a good one to uh, to try for that. <clears throat> yeah. The uh, the Burmese cat is an interesting subject as well. The fur is very interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very different kind of, yeah, different well, when textures. You've a, when you've got a light light animal and a dark animal, you, you have a, a you don't have the contrast. You see, you know, the ideal one is a, 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 a um, an Alsatian or some dog, lots of colours in it. Get your teeth in. And you get the contrast all the time. But when you've got a primarily a, a white cairn and a white Burmese cat, you haven't got a lot of colour. But I did manage to get quite a lot of colour in there. And it, it was nice to... Uh, it, it stretches you a little bit, though. You know, you've got a, variations of, of white and variations of, of pink. You've got to be very subtle, haven't you, with, you your, have, yeah. with your approach? That's right. Yeah. They went, yeah, they were, they were good. And they, uh, yeah, they satisfied both the, the cats and the dogs. Um, and uh, the people that requested them as well. It's, uh, it takes a little while for us. I know they were requested some time ago. It takes a little while for us to get around to them, doesn't mm, it? Mm. <laughs> it's kind of the, um, the members to allow us to do that. You know? But uh, I'd like to do uh, a lot more um, of the... Uh, domestic animals and i've got a few lined up so that's coming in but that with the variety of subject material we have it's so vast yeah that um each one i tell you what i did have the other day i i it was it came from uh your brother's um selection of photographs a camel oh yeah yeah and i saw it and i thought oh that's interesting the thing is, you see, a camel isn't on its own that interesting. But this particular one, that it it captured a, an expression on the face, and uh, that that appealed to me. So that's going to be one for the future. Camel coming up. Camel coming up. Yeah, two humps, not one. Two. So humps. is it is it all of the animal or in the picture? Or no, just it'd be the whole animal. The whole animal with a in a slightly deserty, grassy. Uh, environment it it wasn't it was no in, it wasn't in know, the desert safari part yeah <laughs> <clears throat> and i thought well I'm, I'm not putting it in the safari so i'm transporting him to uh, the desert and natural habitat amazing so that, that's going to be interesting i might even put a couple of camels in distance in the background yeah i've, uh, I've got that in mind so that's going to be fun to do excellent Okie dokie. Well, we've got uh, three emails that uh, I want to mention talking about here. So the first one comes from Sherry. Hello, I've been drawing for a little while with graphite only, and I'm now wanting to venture into colour. I'm fascinated by Mr. Bradley's work. I find it incredible. I'm wondering what the advantages are of using pastel pencils over coloured pencils. Why did he make that choice? I've had some people tell me that I need to work with coloured pencil, but I feel more drawn to pastel. Mm. Well, this is a really interesting question and uh, very apt because when I first started, I used coloured pencils. Normal, common garden coloured pencils. I didn't know about pastel pencils. I was watercolour artist anyway, so I was doing my landscape work. 
And I thought I'd have a go at trying to do animals, and I tried coloured pencils. I also used them for landscape, and I couldn't get on with them. A little bit like, um, sorry, who is it? Sherry. Sherry. In, in as much as they, they didn't blend, they wouldn't blend together. And this is the problem with the coloured pencil. So eventually, as you know, I found the pastel pencil and uh, that did exactly what I wanted it to do. And so I would say that follow that uh, reasoning, you find that the coloured pencil, I mean, you can blend them together, but not very successful. And also, of course, you can't erase them. Whereas with uh, pastel pencils, if you make a mistake, you can either erase it or you can manipulate the pastel to to work for you. Uh, you don't necessarily have to rub it out, but you could do if you had to. So that's one advantage. The other advantage is is, is pastel. Even and people know this from the feedback show. When you see an amateur artist doing something in pastel, it looks alive. Whereas in coloured pencil, it looks very amateurish. So the pastel pencils elevates the you know, Is it, customer's work and, and people's work to uh, a lifelike quality. Because it's, it's a more flexible medium for the reasons very that you've so. just said. It's easier, much easier too. Um, if you, and coming from graphite too, because you're, with graphite you can, you, you, you're working, although you're working primarily from light light and dark shades you've still got to work different shading and a similar idea to pastel um, as you know i mean i've done black and white in pastel so it's very similar in uh, its, its construction so i think you're coming from graphite and i've had lots and lots and lots of people in my classes uh, have were using graphite and they transferred to pastel pencil very quickly yeah. So I think that I think I probably answered the question there. I think yeah. That's the advantage. <laughs> okay. Lovely. Thanks, Sherry. Next one comes from Frank. Uh hi, some of the lessons have pencils that I don't have. Is it possible to have a list of alternative covers colours to be able to enjoy that particular lesson? I do have many pencils but cannot afford to buy the missing ones. Um you well, you can substitute. Of course you can. Um, that's, for instance, there's about six or seven greens you can use, you know, and you can substitute those. However, when I choose my colours, they are the colours I feel are right for the um, picture or the, the subject. And therefore, I would probably recommend people try to get as close to the uh, colour that I'm using as they can. But we've got a colour chart on the website. So if they're using other makes, then they can find the colour nearest to yep. the colour that I'm using. I don't think it, I mean, if you're looking at greys, for instance, you, the warm greys and the cool greys can work together. If if I'm saying you want 273 and 270 and you've got 230 and 233, use them. That's okay. Make a very slight difference, but it, it would it would be something you can substitute. The browns again, you can. There's quite a few browns, and you can alternate those. So I would say it's possible to do it. But if you were asking me my advice, I would try to use the colours that I'm suggesting. Yeah, but it can be done. Yeah, it can be done. Yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Okay, the next one was a, an inquiry we had from Janine. I have a print by Colin Bradley of Ramsgate Boats painted in 1988. What is it worth? I bought it from Broadstairs in the 19, in 1988. Now that's interesting because I can't remember doing a Ramsgate scene. Do you think it might be Broadstairs? I think it probably is. Because you did Broadstairs boats. I did, yes. I did a lot of Broadstairs. So I don't think it's Ramsgate. I think it's Broadstairs. And what is, what's it worth? It's an interesting, isn't it? Uh, for, first of all, if it's a print and it's just a print, then I'm afraid they don't, unless they are limited edition. So, um, Did you do ever, ever limited edition ones? If this is a limited edition, yes, I did. Yes, I did. Yes, did a, a very popular, a popular Broadstairs uh, uh, old-fashioned scene of the Thames Barge in Coal Barge coming into Broadstairs Harbour. And that was that's been very that was very popular. It sold out very very quickly. And so if you got that one, yes, that would probably. Uh, I would say. I mean, they they sold for about fifty pound, I believe, at the time. So you you might get that for it. You might get a bit more for it if it's that. But if it's not that, and if it's just a normal print, they don't accumulate in value at all. However, we. If it's a, a local scene uh, like that and you're selling it locally, then the chances are you'll get more money for it than if you're selling it, you know, in the Outer Hebrides or somewhere, you know, because no one up there and no one anywhere else in the country wouldn't know what that was. But if you're in Broadstairs, then the chances are you will. For instance, we've, um, on our travels around the local area here, we've bumped into several of my pictures in charity shops would you believe i think i've mentioned this before yeah, yeah, yeah. and they they are selling for the same amount of money in charity shops that i sold them originally now with inflation you could say that's a drop in price <laughs> <laughs> but, which uh, you'd expect in a charity shop the but charity, charity shops shop aren't. you expect to pay a third of what uh, or at least a third of what the value of the picture is so if if a picture is selling for 10 pound and these were and i sold them for 10 pound originally that's probably still keeping up but it's only because they're sold locally right but so local was, scenes i think you've said this before local scenes work better being sold locally, locally without doubt yeah especially so if it, it's iconic like broadstairs unless it's like big ben you can sell that anywhere oh because yes, it's it's yes. an iconic scene but broadstairs harbour is not no is well it's a pretty little scene and um but i don't think the value is there in the print original yes an original painting uh, would have gone up. Yes, some of my original paintings would be more valuable. Even if you sold an original painting elsewhere, but it was obviously an original, then the chances are you would sell it. Uh, difficult to say, though, how much uh, it would go for Yeah, compared with what it did sell. I, I don't think initially... I've, I've, always, I've always resisted the fact that uh, you know people can buy unless it's a very well-known artist, um, then I don't think they increase in value very much. Like Russell Flint, for instance, his, his prints go for colossal sums because he was a very, very popular artist. And uh, <clears throat> unless, uh, if the picture is uh, of good um, condition, it will sell for four or five times even more than that the original price was. So for local prints selling locally, that's good. But what about local paintings? Sell better locally too? 
yeah, if original it's paintings scenes, it would be. Oh, original. definitely, yes, yes. If you've got a local, if you've got a local artist that's painted a local scene, then the original painting will sell better in the area. The only exception to that really would be if of the the content. The content was say <clears throat> a Thames barge. You get. Tim's Barge uh, enthusiasts would probably buy it. Yeah, I understand. Wherever it was. Uh, subject material can help. If it's just general, generic, yeah, it's it's not likely. There's uh, yeah, nothing really iconic in there that would interest any other people. Unless it was like, say like Dover cliffs with planes flying over or something mm, like mm. that, then yeah, you're going to get different people interested in it. That's right. Even though it's a local scene, it's depicting something else. Yeah, like you said, the Thames barge coming into the harbour yeah. is is different because you've got that. Yeah, got that interest. Um, so when you're looking for pictures, if you're if you're giving advice to any artists out there, would you would you pick scenes that have got other things in them that would be of interest to other people? Like you know, if you're trying to think of it commercially, if you're mm. doing a picture, I, I've my, I would resist that. It's very difficult to paint commercially. It really is. The, the, I was given the best bit of advice when I first started here uh, by uh, someone I was working, uh, I was, was selling my pictures in uh, locally where I lived, away from Broadstairs. And they said, if you're going to sell pictures, do local scenes. And I took his advice, did them and sold them. However, if I had just been an, an artist just finding obscure pictures, the chances of commercial success there is very, very, very slim. People like, uh, do you know Jack Petriano? Do you know his work? No. Uh, well, he's a, I've seen, went to an exhibition, he's in London, and I love his work. I think it's great. He will sell all over the world. doesn't matter what he does, he'll sell it. Right. Because his subject material is unique to him. And uh, so, so, but he, there's not very many of them people around, um, David Shepherd is another one who can, if he stays with the animals, uh, he can sell his pictures because people follow him. But again, animal pictures are going to work anyway. Um, and if you do good quality paintings of cats, dogs, you know, um, lions, tigers, they will sell. Global appeal. Everywhere. They've got a big appeal, yeah, great appeal. But if you do fish, for instance... They won't. You'll only appeal to fish uh, enthusiasts. <laughs> don't many. Don't know many of those. And I don't get many. Well, I've, I've had. A, I've got a dolphin that uh, was quite successful. There is another. I'm not going to mention there's it. Another there one, is another yes, one. There's another one. That's uh, that's a super picture that's coming out. Um, very very different to anything I've ever done before. Yeah. So, but that will work. But then you see that that particular subject is a very popular subject. Yes. People would would buy that. Because of what it is. Yes. It's like but, dolphins are very popular. Yeah. Yeah. So you just, I would say that if you stick to those uh, those guidelines, you're okay. But once you start, you know, doing, um, you know, bottles of um, wine and wine glasses and grapes and oranges and the chances of selling those are very slim. Unless it's exceptional. Or unless you're a well-known artist and people are following you. But uh, those those i would steer clear of okay got some really good tips there i think for any of our budding 
yeah, artists. But I, like I say, Steve, you shouldn't be painting commercial. This is one of the reasons why I moved on to the teaching side, and and uh, I, I didn't like the idea of painting picture after picture after picture, and hopefully, hopefully, they'll sell. Some did, some didn't, and that kind of stress level is enormous. I mean, the amount of work that goes into a painting, and when you finish it. There's no guarantee, unless you're doing it as a commission, that you're going to sell it. So I didn't like that idea. And I don't want really uh, members and people that are following us to do do that. Don't paint commercially. Do it for yourself. Do it because you enjoy doing it and you get a great kick out of it. That's the main reason why you do it. If at the end of the day you can sell your picture, that's good. Uh, but uh, And I know... We've got a lot of uh, our members that do commission work. Well, that's great. I'm not altogether uh, a lover of that because that's puts stress on people. Mm. And therefore, you, you, you're under pressure doing something that otherwise would be a very pleasant uh, experience and maybe a little bit of stress attached to that when you're doing it. But, you know, if you, you can make money at that, as people, as we know, people are doing that. Mm. Fabulous. Lovely. Thanks, Dad. Um, that's all the emails I had. Uh, I think we've we've covered some good topics there, some good ground, uh, good advice. Um, excellent. Well, I've enjoyed this. Um, we'll do another one next time I'm down, shall we? Yes, yes, yes. That's, I'm looking forward to it again. Sporadic, sporadic podcast, um, pushing them out whenever we, we sit down, but we hope you're still enjoying them, hope you're still with us, listening, and... Um, yeah, keep your emails and your questions coming in and we'll uh, we'll keep giving you tips and advice and look out for another picture coming very soon mm-hmm. in the next week and or so. And that's going to be a corker. It will be. You will not be... allowed to talk about it, but it is going to be <laughs> blow your mind. I think we say it's every time, but this one really will. Yes. Really will. Well, I had a friend of mine uh, came, came along a couple of weeks ago, a very old friend of mine, a couple, and uh, I, I, I showed them this picture. I said, because uh, they were asking, what, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'll show you this. And uh, I'd, I've got it framed, you see. So it shows you how much I liked it myself. So I framed it, and they were gobsmacked. They said they were really impressed. So there you go. So now, folks, I've there you built go. it up. <laughs> built yep. it up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, the next week or so, you'll see, you'll see it for yourselves. So, um, yeah, keep an eye out on the, the membership site. Uh, if you're a member and um yeah on our other website where we sell our individual courses we had to get it on both right okay that's it thanks everyone for listening i'm stephen bradley and i'm colin bradley enjoy Enjoy your week. week